Welcome to CIR Realty Business Mastery, where we present on topics that will help you build a successful real estate business. While you're here, be sure to subscribe to not miss any new episodes, as well as leave us a five-star review. That'll help others discover us too. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Hey everyone, welcome back to CIR Live. Uh, we have Albert with TD Mortgage with us. He's one of the mobile mortgage specialists. Um, based out of the South office. He's been down there a little over four years and we're going to kind of go through some questions with him about mortgage and, you know, from their perspective, how the market's looking. So hello, Albert. How's, how's it going today? Good. Thanks, Kevin, for having me. Welcome to CIR. I guess you're in the downtown office. I, I haven't made it down there very often, but uh, hope to meet you face to face at some point. But yeah, I've been away from the CIR South office for some time due to uh what's going on in our world but i'm happy to join you here today well thank you for joining us so kind of start to start us off uh, from a mortgage perspective how mortgage specialist perspective how's the market overall well that's a great question uh, last year 2020 now that's behind us it was a very very busy year for td and a lot of the mortgage specialists not just in calgary i might add it's been really a, a nationwide busy market for the mortgage business. Uh, people are looking at low interest rates uh, and just looking at opportunities to get into the market based on those low rates. Cool. Um, you know, sp speaking of, you know, the, what's happening in the world, how is TD handling government subsidies in regards to mortgage approvals and, and so forth? Mm -hmm. As the pandemic last year had happened, there were some government grants or you know, CERB and the CEWS, a couple of those wage subsidy programs. I haven't personally seen many of those coming to me recently where they are still on those programs. If someone is still on a program, uh, we would treat that no different than, you know, someone who is not presently working. We likely would not be able to use their income. However, of course, with a joint applicant, perhaps they might qualify in their name or and with the income that they have to support the application. It really becomes a case by case because if you can appreciate somebody with a 50% down payment but is presently interrupted with their income, we might find a way to put that deal together somehow. So it's a really difficult question to answer. And I guess the easy one is just to say it's case by case. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, are there any types of mortgages that are being utilized more at the moment? Um, well, we're seeing lots of, at least I am seeing lots of clients looking for investment properties. Okay. Uh, there are lots of uh, first time buyers in that mix as well, but there are a lot of clients that are looking for a second home, perhaps in the mountains. Uh, that's been keeping me very busy, but also I'm seeing as of late, just ramping up to the spring, I'm seeing a lot of first time buyers coming out of the mix. And I think really we're ready to jump on, you know, a home. They've probably been sitting back for a year now waiting. Uh, well, now I think this is the year they're going to do it. Cool. Um, are you seeing people refinancing at all? And what, what seems yeah. to be the reason for people refinancing these days? Yeah. Refinancing is always a part of the mortgage business. Um, I'm seeing more refinancing, people taking equity, equity of their home, 
to raise the down payment that they might need for a rental property or a vacation property. Uh, some are doing consolidation loans, but not very many. You would think that there would be more of those coming our way uh, with what's happened in the last you know, year and a half. But I haven't seen many refinancing for uh, consolidation purposes. The bank will look at those, of course, up to 75%, maybe 80% of the value of somebody's property. Um, but again, depending on the, the community, uh, we can stretch that to 80%. Cool. Uh, the, the question that seems to be on everyone's mind, what do you see interest rates doing? Oh, yes, I love this one. Uh, well, I'm not an economist. I've been banking for a lot of years, 25. Uh, and I think even the economists today would be stumped with that question. Uh, what we've seen even in the last month is, because that's all I can really go over with yeah. you is where have we been. I don't yep. want to be tackling that question about where are we going, but where have we been? Even a month ago, you could have gotten a five-year fixed rate at one and a half-ish. You could have received about 1.5 or even 1.3 on a variable. I meant to say 1.3, 1.4-ish on a variable. Well, now fast forward a month, we've actually seen at least a TD, some, a couple of small increases in the rates, and now a five-year fix is closer to 2%, but the variable didn't change. So to answer your question, a month ago, people were jumping on the five-year fixed bandwagon for sure at 149, 159, 169, but now they're at 209 even for a five-year fixed, and the variable hasn't changed. The prime rate hasn't changed. So if you were looking at a variable rate based on prime, which is 2.45 right now, you could get prime minus one, prime minus 1.1 to arrive at that same effective rate of about 1.4% for a variable. So now the gap is, is widened. So now that becomes a little more attractive. Okay, so- uh, Spring market, yeah, the spring market generally brings, you know, the competition out, uh, all of the banks trying to outdo the other. So I'm hoping that even though we've seen two recent small increases on the five and the three and maybe the four year fixed that maybe come April, we'll see them come back down a little bit. But again, it's really tough to say right now what's going to happen. Okay. So I guess, is there a trend that people are going towards more variable or fixed mortgages or is it, what do you see in there? Yeah. Well, again, I, I think, um, you know, there are still people, I mean, cause let's, let's face it. 2% for five years fixed wasn't available about six months ago. Yeah. It bought it, it went right through two and all the way down to about one and a half. And now it's back to two. Well, two is still a phenomenal rate for a for five sure. year fixed. So I still see that trend continuing yeah. that people will opt to taking that 2% five year fixed money. The three and the four year rates are a little bit below, which, you know, again, about a month ago, the three and the four and the five year rates were about the same the recent increases were really targeted more so on the five-year fixed. Okay. They all went up, the three went up, the four-year went up, and the five-year went up, but the five-year went up more. So now it's kind of like how it normally is, the one-year, the two-year, and then the three, four, five, just gradually higher. But the variable at one and a half or even lower than one and a half is going to attract some buyers for sure. 
Cool. That that's uh, definitely some good info regarding the interest rates. And yep. then, you know, with COVID kind of still where we're at, are there any unique ways that um, the mortgage specialists like yourself can partner with um, our realtors to add value to their clients? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. It's really difficult, obviously, to to meet face to face. I'm not sure what the current rules are exactly. I'm not meeting anybody face to face, but certainly there is what we're doing today just via a, a video call. And of course, there's the old fashioned thing called the telephone uh, cellular phones that we can obviously talk. We're here to support you. So please don't hesitate to reach out. Uh, happy to do, you know, even smaller group, you know, info sessions if I could initiate that or if there were a group of realtors that wanted, you know, some information. There's nothing really new that's going on in the mortgage world lately. Um, you know, that is, you know, stuff that, need to, that they might want to brush up on. Uh, it's been a while since someone's made a rule change that we've had to address, which is thankful. Um, but again, happy to do. I mean, obviously, there's. I see some realtors doing uh, virtual open houses. Um, you know, having a, or I've even seen some doing a virtual home buying seminar. Whether that's something that they tackle themselves, uh, just from their home office as a very short segment on the market, maybe there's an opportunity for one of the TD mortgage specialists that are attached to CIR attached to your specific office to put together even something that is also pre-recorded just on the mortgage business. And that could be attached to or tethered to the, the realtors virtual segment, whatever it is that they're putting together. Cool. That, that's some great ideas. Um, we'll definitely pass that along to our realtors. Um, is there anything special that the realtor should be telling their clients when they're getting, you know, going for getting pre-approved for their clients? Yeah, I think, um, I think the, the best is, you know, to, I, I know a lot of realtors are always doing that, meaning in their best practices, they want to see either a letter or have some conversation with the mortgage person that the person is pre-approved. Uh, I'm seeing them more and more that they're looking for letters, which is great. So I know all of your realtors know that, so I don't have to coach that part of it. Um, but be patient, I guess, right now with the the busy market that we're having, our, our bank in particular anyways, is uh, having a difficult time just hiring enough underwriters to get through the credit applications that we have. Our pre-approvals are taking that much longer because of the volumes that we have going on right now. So, uh, and that leads me to, you know, the, the condition of financing date. We're, we're kind of back to that 10 day opportunity again, where, you know, there were times, I remember this market in Calgary about what, 2014 or 15, it was pretty active. I think just before some of the uh, the oil news was coming at us, uh, but it was a pretty busy market. And and uh, we we had some realtors that were, you know, looking for quick approvals. And of course, if we needed a quick approval, that also made their offer look attractive. Yeah. So if you have to, you know, put in five days, but I'm going to suggest that 10 days is better on the, condition of financing date on an actual deal. But again, pre-approvals, you know, get your client in front of someone. Obviously, anybody at TD would be happy to take on any of the opportunities that come our way, even if it's a second opinion. Hey, I know you're dealing with somebody at the Royal Bank or at whatever XYZ mortgage broker company, but at CR, we do have some TD specialists. If you would like, I can have Albert, Jesse, Mario, Jen, 
and I can't remember the other two or three names, contact you. That's a, that's of course a nice approach. I know the mortgage business as well as the realtor business, we like to give a couple of names uh, when we are referring out business. So that's just a nice soft opportunity there for you to say, you know, is it okay if I have someone call you or share your details with however that might, that might go. Yeah. Uh, yeah so other than that, um, you know, the, the documentation requirements that, that a pre-approval would require normally, um, that hasn't changed. We're not necessarily sending in all those documents. So once we have our conversation with the customer, we can sometimes submit an application without any documentation. And of course, just tell the customer that your approval is good as long as all of these documents can be provided. We don't like doing that because of course that then creates surprises. Oh, I see. But you know what I mean? So as long as we are um, receiving those documents at some point, you know, we'll be fine. And again, especially in the market that we're in, uh, we're just wanting to get those pre-approvals in as quickly as we can so that we can get the customers an answer. But those are, those are, I mean, for the more difficult ones, those are, you know, more than a week to even return those answers to a customer. No, awesome. I hope that helps. No, that definitely helps. And I guess one other probably thing to keep in mind would be uh, it's tax season. So make sure everyone gets their current taxes filed and yes. ready for you guys. Yes. Yeah, that's another good one for sure. I mean, obviously, we're at that time of year right now that people are just filing their taxes. So maybe they don't have to pay them just yet. So yeah. it's a nice little window for them. But yeah, typically our rule is, especially on self-employed individuals, because we're always asking for their notice of assessments for yeah. self-employed. Whereas we won't necessarily ask that from a salaried individual. But when we're asking for, we're going to be looking at that. Are their taxes paid? And if they're not, they have to prove that they are before we can approve the mortgage. But yeah, that's another good uh, good tip. Awesome. Well, thanks yeah. for your time today, Albert. Um, if any oh, you're very welcome. realtors need some, reach out to our TD Mortgage Specialists um, at your office. Thanks again. To awesome. Have a good one. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks for having me. Bye-bye. That's all we have for you today. And thank you so much for giving us your time and tuning in. Don't forget to like CIR Realty Business Mastery on Facebook and to follow us on Instagram. Take care, everyone.